one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, I'm Gary YouTube from Cultaholic Wrestling once again, joined by another Gary YouTube and we are here to do some more Gary YouTubing this time in the form of a tier list going through all of Bray Wyatt's gimmicks up until this point in October of 2022 to peel the curtain back. We are sat here on the 18th of October. All we've seen from the new Bray Wyatt is the return Extreme Rules. Lovely, fantastic. We saw the return promo on SmackDown. Lovely, fantastic. But that's all we've seen, so we don't quite know what we have in terms of the new Bray Wyatt but we know what we have in terms of the old Bray White. So let's stick it in a tier and let's watch a fancy intro now. Just in case you haven't been here before, we're going to put these gimmicks into a tier ranging from the best to lovely, 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 to middle of the road, all right, to just about bearable. And you want to avoid that bin, don't you, Jack? Stay out of the bin. And you might be surprised to hear we have seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? Bray Wyatt. It's eight, isn't it? I, eight gimmicks I to go through. I really thought there'd be fewer than this. He's Wyatt six, I said to you off camera. He's Wyatt six. How Today. long does it take? But mm. It's actually Wyatt. Oh. He appreciates himself. But yeah, we're not going to do Is the new Bray Wyatt. Is it nine? Slap my ass. I think it's nine. It's nine. Wow. Wyatt nine. He's mighty fine. Wow. But we're not going to do the new Bray Wyatt because as we're sat here, we don't know what it is. Is it the mask thing controlling the real life Bray against the gimmicks that you used to have in the mm. past? That's what I think it is personally. I think so as well. But we'll find out more in the weeks to come. But we're going all the way back to back in day. Not a specific time, just back in day with Duke Rotundo, a gimmick that Bray Wyatt used in FCW, a two time tag team champion with Bo Rotundo. Okay. Who, who turns out to be his actual bloody brother called yeah. Bo Dallas. And they lost them the first time, those tag team titles, to the tag team of Kalen Croft. <laughs> Who is he? But Trent Beretta as well. Oh, yes. Such a small world, this professional wrestling world. Really what is. do you need to know about Duke, your Duke Rotundo? You need to know he had lovely, luscious blonde hairs. You can see in the picture mm. there. You need to know that at one point he was part of a detective agency with a guy called Shaft. His mum calls him Shaft. No, so he believes he's Shaft. He wasn't. <laughs> was he really? Yeah, I watched the oh, promo just now. No. And they appeared to hunt people down and kill them for a period of time. <laughs> and as you all know, he wore a lovely sort of like thing where his chest was out and all the ladies got to meet Duke in person when they wanted to go and have some bounty huntings done on some other people. So that's all you need to know. He's a bit of a sexual fantasy for ladies around the world. He hunted people down and killed them he... and he won tag team goal with his brother. Just the combination of him being a bounty hunter and his lovely luscious locks. Was he meant to be Dog the Bounty Hunter? There's the potential there. Oh. If, Dog, if Dog the Bounty Hunter had any self-confidence about him, that would be... Do you not think Dog the Bounty Hunter has self-confidence <laughs> Yeah, it was a bit of a, a, a sarcastic oh. comment. Why the hell is Owen Morrison here? Owen Morrison just walked in. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Sorry for that brief interruption, everybody. Owen Morton is a menace. That was really rude. 
<laughs> really, really rude. Well, that first portion went as good as it could have done, so we're not going to do it again. We're going to roll on to Duke Rotundo. I don't know where to put him in the tier. Shall we put all right or just about bearable how, somewhere around there? How high up could you place a, a developmental gimmick, basically? Exactly, yeah. How high can that go? And this was FCW time, so not even NXT time, so not even a serious <sighs> developmental, if that makes any sense whatsoever. But at the same time, maybe it did. Maybe it did wonders for his character work, which has always been his real strength. He certainly had, you know, the, the banter of a professional wrestler who gets it. Whereas, but then again, shaft. But it's got that ceiling. It's got that, that glass ceiling that a developmental gimmick I don't think can truly break through. I think all right. All right, maybe. Or bearable, is that too yeah. high? Was all right too high? All right, it's fine. You need to click on that window oh, down there. No. What are you doing? Just leave that there, oh, no. click that window down there. Oh, this is a wonderful no. video today. <laughs> that one there is open. This one. No, man, the what chrome window. Doing? What are you doing? There you go. Now click the blonde. My head's absolutely gone. <laughs> there you oh, go. It's in just about, oh, it's in all no, right. I'm we're just... settling with all right for now. We might Sorry, change that from the end of the is video. The, is the graphic, is it fine? That we're fine. That's fine. It's right, absolutely yeah, cool. fine. Oh, wonderful professional God. outfit here at Cult Hollet Wrestling. Editors doing what they want. Jack not knowing how to work the computer. Husky Harris is what Bray Wyatt was maybe most famously known for before being Bray Wyatt. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember when Liverpool got hammered once in a match? I think it was Joe Gomez or Allison just misplacing passes, and Carragher on commentary goes, "He needs to come off." That's how I feel right now. Do one of them. There's nobody there. He's got to stay on. Season two of NXT, the game show with Cody Rhodes oh, as his pro. Yes. Come forth. Uh, he came forth, sorry. <laughs> Come forth? Mm. No, he came forth uh, behind Alex Riley, Michael McGillicuddy and Caval. Could we see that that feud emerge, him versus Cody Rhodes? I thought it meant him against the other three no, lads no, who no, came no, above him. Cody, him the, the story is there, it's as we'll there. learn with the next gimmick in the, sorry, in the lineage right. as well, because uh, there's a little reference to Cody Rhodes, even though at the time it couldn't have been a reference to mm. Cody Rhodes, but now it is one. Uh, uh, there's the whole gimmick of Husky Harris, because I was thinking, yes, we know that the American football coach way back in the day called him the Ferrari tank. Uh, the, sorry, the, 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 the massive big tank with the Ferrari, Ferrari engine, engine yeah. whatever it was. Uh, but what else is there to this gimmick? So I watched his like introductory promo in NXT, he was a third generation star, that's what he told us. Blackjack Mulligan and IRS was the lineage there. He was ready to step out of their shadow. And he was, of course, a footballer or American footballer with that army tank and Ferrari engine gimmick sort mm -hmm. of thing. But that was it. That was it. None of the challenges on the show did Husky Harris any favours whatsoever. And then... To make things even better for him, when he joined the Nexus after the stint in NXT, the game show, he joined Nexus when no one gave a toss about the Nexus. Yeah. He lost it. He was supposed to win a match to get in the Nexus, but then lost that match, but then Punk took over and got him the Nexus anyway. His initiation was fantastic, where the entire stable battered him with a, uh, a belt on the back, on the ball, naked back with the, mm. the tattoos and whatnot. A fantastic visual. It looked like it really hurt. Mm. And then he was written off TV, basically, after a big loss, and then Randy Orton kicked him in the head. Um, this is a loss where he was teaming with Michael McGill cut you think it was uh, where they unsuccessfully challenged uh, for Santino and Kozlov's tag team titles <laughs> what a time that was in wrestling okay. he went back to NXT after that and feuded with Percy Watson for a bit a generational feud for the ages uh, which he eventually won the rubber match of in a lumberjack match now, he saw off Percy Watson I remember him for some reason my biggest memory of Husky Harris I think is as part of Punk's group of lads in the 2011 Royal Rumble protecting mm. him Getting in front, someone comes out and Pun goes, get in front of me now, protect me. And I liked him in that role, but that's the main match I remember him in. I don't, unfortunately, I don't remember this feud with Percy Watson, this generation. I don't think me. anyone does, yeah. It's back um, in the FMW days, so. It sounds like it was largely bad, but not through any fault of his own. Just that, that no one cared about the Nexus by now. And he didn't have a chance to get the character, get the character stuff in. Yeah, know? I don't know if it's just me, but I always felt like dressing him in that attire. No, with the standards of the day were for Vince McMahon back Aye. then with all the muscles. It just felt like they were taking the piss a bit with a the, bit. the way he looked as well. I do think, though, 
that he's saved from the bin level because he certainly wasn't the worst Nexus person we've ever seen. Yeah, so, and he managed to hang around. And he did. In that world back in 2011 sort yeah. of time, which is a, a, a not, not no mean feat at all. I'll go bin. And sorry, wow, that's really harsh. I'll go bearable. I'll go bearable. No, I need to come on. I'll go bearable. <laughs> I'll go bearable as yeah, well. He wasn't okay. the worst, but he's not the best. Then we move on to Axel Mulligan, who wore a hockey mask because mm. he is scary. And the character, this character in particular, didn't even make it FCW TV. But there is one match on the Yocho machine. If you want to see Axel Mulligan in action, he comes out to Jerry L uh, Jerry Lawler? Jerry Lynn's team <laughs> from the Attitude Era. You know, the... Because <laughs> 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 of this scary <laughs> hockey mask. Yeah. And there's a match against Brodus Clay, who comes out to Alberto Del Rio's theme oh. back then. The match is fine. You can see what sort of a character it is. It's sort of like a, a typical tortured soul professional yeah, wrestler. Yeah, yeah. He's in the corner sort of holding his head because of the voices inside them, I assume. He's taking flat back bunks in the middle of the ring for no reason whatsoever because he likes to punish himself or something. It was fine. A lot of people in the comments back on that video are saying, oh, it's based off Mankind, clearly. But I found a quote from uh, Wyatt himself where he said it was based off of Slipknot. Oh, right. Because oh. the mask is Paul's mask from Slipknot and just the entire sort of Paul. feel of the gimmick. Big Paul, eyeball Paul okay. from Slipknot. <laughs> oh, no, I've heard of Paul because he was the bassist. Fair enough. Right, yes, okay. And he wore that mask that uh, oh, Axel see. Mulligan is wearing there. Th again, it didn't make it to TV. It was interesting. He, he also said, White, this was the sort of genesis of what Bray White would become as the spooky sort of oh. like tortured thing in the White family and whatnot. So this is, this is the genesis the of origin story of, yeah, of the Wyatt. age of the of the age of the guy. Well, I, I was going to say quite low down, but now that you've said that last little bit there about how it was the start of something, I think it's definitely on the same level as Duke Rotundo. Do you think? Um, <laughs> if not, I, well, it only lasted one. There's only one match out there. I mean, there might be a couple more matches, but there's just one match on YouTube that oh, I, I saw. I can't put it on the same level as Duke Rotundo. <laughs> you, can't, you can't put it on Husky Harris's I level can't, either. I, really? On the same level, but higher up, surely. So there. The respect to Axel Mulligan, for sure. All right, yeah, yeah. Way I. Yeah. And now we're moving through the gears. Here we go. Because we're moving on to Wyatt Family Bray Wyatt, which made its first appearance, which made its first appearance is a human boy, Ross, who made his first appearance in FCW of April of 2012. Wow, that's, that's a long time ago. ago. Yeah. NXT debut then happened in July, July the 11th, 2012, where he beat Aiden English in singles action. And November, that had a big gap there before November happened, where Harper and Rome were recruited, and the proper white family began with those vignettes in the house and the mm. woods and all that sort of stuff, and they were just amazing. There was many more, like, actually produced, I feel, that actually made it to TV. They're just dotted around on YouTube if you want to go and find them everywhere. They're fantastic, each one of them. Uh, then we had, the, obviously, we're going to the main roster now. The big old storyline with the recruiting of Daniel Bryan, then Daniel Bryan turn on the Wyatt family, uh, then the stuff with The Shield. Generational again, I'll say that, mm -hmm. because the two young up-and-coming factions going at it together. Um, and, and then we get the wheels start to come off, I guess, first with The Shield. How it ended with the shield, okay, and then how it ble bled into John Cena feud, right? Because the John Cena feud should have been won by Wyatt, obviously, but it, yes. the wheels came off and Cena came out on top because Wabadoo and all that sort of stuff. And that was sort of like the end of the first incarnation of Bray Wyatt and his Wyatt family. And apart from the end, I don't think it could have gone any better. I was about to say the best, surely. Yeah, it's just, it's just like you mentioned. That's one of two big mania matches that Cena should have lost. The other one being Rusev in the yeah. tank. But uh, no, he can't argue with it. He was one of, he was instantly one of the most captivating characters on the main roster when it he came up. It just worked, didn't it? It was yeah. different. It was just everything. Mm -hmm. And those promo packages as well, outside the box, doing on-location shoots and whatnot. Yeah. It wasn't yet descending into what we'll get on to later, where it was just Bray Wyatt appearing in that dark, spooky area backstage, saying meaningless bollocks for five minutes, right. and then going, and then just disappearing. Uh, yeah, no, there was more <laughs> substance to it. There was a reason. I like the trio 
Yeah. Um, oh, is this before Braun? Before Braun, yeah. Yeah, even though I still liked it when it was Braun, but this was still classic. Just that original three. Um, have you heard Tom's impression? You can do a good impression. No, no. Oh, it does a great little... What does it sound like? It. Go on, do yours. Um... He talks like no, I can't. I, I can't. I tried it. I think on the podcast and sounded more like Bob Dylan. Oh, fair I was enough. talking more like this. But Tom can do a really good one, so look out for that. There you he's go. been doing it on like everybody who's been on. So oh, oh he's really been. He knows it's. It's one of those things where he knows it's good, so he just does it, and then you go, "That's a really good impression." He goes, "Oh, oh, thank you." But you know that he knows it's good. Sorry. Right. Jack shoots on Tom. No, I didn't shoot. Then on we Tom. move on no. to the Eater of Worlds slash the new face of Fear Era. I'm calling this a Bray White because this is when he lets Harper and Rowan go their own way. That band, I've forgotten that band. You can go your own way, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> forgotten that name. Um, and then this is where Bray gets his first proper singles run on the main roster. He has a little feud with Dean Ambrose heading into 2015, which he eventually comes out on top of in early 2015. Then he lasts 46 minutes in the Rumble of 2015, eliminating seven people. He last got eliminated. Well, he got eliminated as you to say by the, the Big Show and Kane right. while they were on their tear and making that match a fun time mm. for everyone watching then at Fastlane he challenges Undertaker to a match at Mania Taker's first match of course since the streak ended at Wrestlemania 30 there was the rumours of the foot injury on the night of that Wrestlemania itself is the match going to happen ah. it did happen and of course he lost the first match since the streak ended which I didn't think was a good look at all no but I did I remember disagreeing with a lot of people were saying oh, I got ruined because it was in the daylight because it was in an open could, air stadium just, from, just the entrances I guess I I thought it looked different. Maybe, um, maybe, excuse me. <laughs> maybe it would have been better in the night time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then we move on to stuff with Ryback at Payback, which he won before he got the family back together. And that's where we're going to end that gimmick there because okay. this is when, as I said earlier, the long ramble, well, and that weren't even long. It was just like, there always felt like they were about two or three minutes. He was just saying like, oh, I'm a spooky boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to kill people. <clears throat> and just not really say anything at all of any notice. Or that was in this one or was that yeah, the next that was in one? This that was in this one, yeah. this, Yes, he changed after this. Um, but to counter that argument, he was really over. Mm. Do I remember him turning to the crowd at one of those WrestleMania matches and the whole crowd is singing, he's got the whole world in his hand, they're all doing that, and it was, oh, it was a great moment. But how much does that save him? Because he had started to lose a bit of momentum here. Yeah, and he lost a bit of that, that magic <clears> as well. He was becoming a bit more magical, if that makes sense himself, doing right. stuff that normal human beings couldn't do. And while everyone loves a bit of silliness in wrestling, it didn't, it, it, well, we saw where it eventually ended up. So, yeah, maybe this wasn't a good thing, a good transformation. I would say it's still at least lovely, lovely. Yes. But I don't think it's, I think the original OG3 of the Wyatt family was a step higher. I think he looked really cool yeah. at this point as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, there we go. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact. 
a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. We move on to the new Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt, which I'm going to call this one, which is when Harvick goes back with Bray at Battleground 2015. He helps Bray on that night beat Roman Reigns. Rowan then came back later, but that was due to an injury that happened. And this is around the time where we added the black sheep of the group, Braun Strowman, who looks like he weighed about 200 pounds more than he does yeah, now. He fair, looks yeah, incredible yeah. now. Not even he looked incredible back then, but he just looks a lot more leaner now yeah. uh, these days, so he does. Uh, but this is where Bray Wyatt, it feels like Vince McMahon is starting to give up on Bray Wyatt because while he's got the Wyatt family around him, Obviously being given a, a huge, like, not a dip of the cap by Vince McMahon saying, I'm going to entrust you with getting Braun Strowman to a level where he could be a main event guy. Mm. It just felt like it was Vince losing faith because this is where he starts to lose all of his big feuds, the likes of Reigns, and then the, the, the Harper and Rona losing to the Brothers' dest- Destruction. Mm. Uh, then we have low-key feuds against the likes of League of Nations and the New Day where Xavier Woods wasn't a wrestler oh. back then. He was just a manager. He was scared of Bray Wyatt. This is when, this is when they were trying to do the Hardys thing, yeah. but without any of the humour. Yes. So they just had Woods look a bit scared of them. Yes. And then that was it. Yes. <laughs> okay. And that takes us through until the Brown split of 2016, where, of course, Bray and Harper go to SmackDown, Strowman goes to Raw, and, uh, sorry, uh, Rowan is just somewhere. Mm. <laughs> He's just somewhere. And, of course, uh, as the early days of that uh, Brown split, SmackDown in 2016 start to happen, uh, Rowan loses a match to Dean Ambrose, and then they kick him out of the group. They get rid of him. Yeah. Which felt harsh. It did feel harsh. Because um, they're a family. You can't get people out of a family, can you? Rowan also <laughs> lost to The Rock as well. This is seconds. WrestleMania 32, yeah. yeah. We were there. We, I we remember there. just shouting, like, why don't you attack him? It's three on one. No, The Rock wanted any one of them. Three on one it before really John felt, Cena came down. It really felt like that was a genuine ad lib. He didn't say like the Rock didn't know which one he was going to face. Yeah. That was a curious moment. It was. <clears> it was very strange. But Eric Rowan currently has The Rock's last match in wrestling. He does? Yeah. Fair enough. Is Eric Rowan therefore the real tribal chief? Could Eric Man. Rowan come back with Bray Wyatt? Mm. There was that thing on last week's SmackDown as where sat here, where yeah. that mask appeared where back in the day Wyatt was going to set Rowan free, which is when Rowan debuted with the faction, I think it was, and that same mask, which looks like a goat-sheep hybrid. Yes. Um, that was used in the promo on Friday, so could he come back? We don't know. But when I'm going to keep this one going with the sort of initial stages on SmackDown. We're getting us through to WrestleMania 33, okay. because this is where Randy Orton joins the group in place of Eric Rowan. Um, it was sort of like Bray was trying to get him in for ages, and Randy was like, nah. Nah, and it just felt like one week he was like, "Oh yeah, go on then." <laughs> <laughs> there were there were the seeds of a good story here. Yeah, because I think I think Randy and and Brody Lee played it off really well, or Luke Harper played yeah. it off really well. Where he clearly didn't trust Randy. Randy was just being all like, "Oh, I'm your pal now," and it, and it was great. It was a great use of dramatic irony where the audience knows something that the characters don't. Yeah, and you're just waiting for Randy to turn on Bray, but then. They kind of handled it all wrong, yeah. I think, in the end. I think it was going fine when they won the SmackDown Tag Team titles with the Freebird rule. Yeah. I think we're still on the right track there. Then they lose the gold to American Alpha, and this is where Harper and uh, Orton's relationship sort of becomes frayed. They sort of want to go their extra ways, but Bray's the one in the middle, keeping them together. And this is where we sort of get to the bit where Ray, uh, Orton and Wyatt are now feuding. Uh, Orton's burning down sheds. So He's learned how to use a projector. It was weird. Because Orton, I'll never understand the point of this. Orton won the Rumble. Yeah. He, he did, won it. And then gave up his title shot to Wyatt. Who then to, won the title at Elimination yes. Chamber. And then Orton <laughs> turned on him and then got the title shot that he would have had anyway because he yeah. won the Royal Rumble. So that, it seemed like an extra step that wasn't necessary. You remember that very well. I was furious about it. It was <laughs> awful. <laughs> um, and also, 
Uh, yeah, that projector thing. At the rest. Again, we were there. You were it there, yeah. It didn't go over live or on TV. No, again, well, at least you saw it on TV from the bird's eye view <laughs> yeah. camera, but we didn't see it at all when you're in the arena. Mm. Um, it's just like a weird light happened, everyone going, oh, oh. Mm. Didn't understand what happened there. Uh, so, yeah, just gone through that. I remember being there. really surprised at why it lost as well. Yes. Orton had burned his house down. This is what I mean. Vince was losing faith. Good yeah. problem by this point, wasn't yeah. he? And then, of course, after that match at WrestleMania 33, where the wrong man won, uh, Wyatt and Orton gone and feud into the summer, well, the early summer months where they had the House of Horrors match, mm. which also was fantastic. And that's where we'll draw the line under the new Wyatt family, if you want. Oh, I mean, we've mentioned a lot of bad stuff there as well. But it, the, the, in the good category, let's go for the good bits. They're getting the family back together after the singles run. That's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strowman, I thought, you know, while he was clearly, you know, fresh and new in the professional wrestling game, he was a good aesthetic to have yes. alongside him, wasn't he? Um, <sighs> the initial stage is on the blue bit of SmackDown. Mm. On the blue bit of SmackDown. On the brand split of SmackDown yeah, yeah, with Harper yeah, yeah. and uh, Bray and Randy. That initial bit was good. Then, as you say, it mm. fell off when Orton gave up his shot. Because there was two of the final three in the Rumble was Wyatt and Orton and Reigns. Yeah. Wyatt gets eliminated by Reigns. Orton eliminates mm -hmm. Reigns. And then that's where it all fell apart. I think. But that only, even though it was terrible, it was only like three or four months long. Yeah. So maybe it doesn't damn it that far down the tier list. Maybe yeah. I'll put it in all right. Yeah, top of all right. Top yeah. of all right. On the same level <laughs> as Mr. Rotundo. <laughs> Will you bum it up one, don't we? Bum it up one? Jesus. Bang it up one. This one? No. No. He was a crucial part of it. can't put the new wife on in the same... Yeah. Put... yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel sad about that now. <laughs> we then move on to 2017, 2018 times. I'm going to call this, uh, this version of Bray Wyatt the deleter of worlds. Mm. This is where we're really struggling and it was really clear that Vince McMahon had given up on Bray Wyatt in this gimmick because this is where we had the feud with Matt Hardy where, as Jack mentioned earlier, this is where they properly tried to redo the, delete, uh, the, uh, the broken universe of Matt Hardy and Impact Wrestling, calling him Woken, mm. doing the matches the cinema, uh, cinematic matches and whatnot. It was meme-worthy, the stuff on the, 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 the lawnmower thing. Uh, Bray Wyatt played his part in that fine. We had the ultimate deletion match there, which was fun. And then Wyatt left TV after being pushed into the lake of reincarnation. Mm -hmm. I think he came back at that WrestleMania, didn't he, to help Matt Hardy win the... Uh, was it the pre-show? The battle royale yeah, on the pre-show. Pre Wearing his apron. Yes. yes. And then they, those two went off and had a tag team run, which everyone still speaks about today. <laughs> uh, they won the vacant tag team titles at the Greatest Royal Rumble and then lost them in their first defence to the B team. Oh, wow. B team, B team. Yep. And go, go, go. It just dwindled into nothing and then Bray Wyatt left TV for the remainder of 2018, heading into 2019. Yeah, that wasn't ideal. Uh, this was this was probably the, the era of Bray that led to the need for a reinvention yeah. as, as the Firefly Funhouse and The Fiend and everything we're going to talk about. So bearable or even bin I'd say bin me he's bin. It, he still looked like Bray Wyatt who you know we'd known at that point for the previous four years on the main mm. roster but he just wasn't anything like him was he fair enough but unless you want to keep it because of the ultimate deletion match does nah, that keep out the bin no no, no. Oh, oh. cat among the pigeons firefly front again, house sorry I just like to emphasise because the looking at the tier list it looks like we've been quite harsh here mm. but I would, I would, I would stress that not none of these. I'd blame bad creative decisions over Bray himself, who always oh, gave yeah. one hundred and ten percent. It's just the stuff he was given at times was just right. either repetitive, meaningless, yeah. or 
what's the other word? Bollocks. Bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> Repetitive, meaningless, <laughs> or bollocks. Coldaholic wrestling in a nutshell there. And we move on to April 2019 where we see the vignettes with Mercy the Buzzard, but we didn't know it was Mercy the Buzzard, then it was just a buzzard in a box. Those eerie promos starting to air on Raw. Then, of course, the other puppets were joining with these promos the weeks went on. Then the episodes of the Firefly Funhouse started, and this is what we're going to talk about here. Not the Fiends, just Firefly Funhouse Bray. As a gimmick by itself, I thought it was fantastic, because yes. straight away I cottoned on to the sort of fact he was a children's TV presenter who wanted to murder the children he was presenting to. <laughs> I thought it was a fantastic visual and a fantastic juxtaposition yeah. for a professional wrestling character. He had three matches while on the main roster back then. Uh, he defeated the Miz at TLC 2019. I remember that Bray was invading Miz's house and then we got to the match itself. He was just doing all sorts of oh, horrible things. No. And we got to the match itself and the Miz came out dressed in this stupid karate thing and yeah. doing all the Miz stuff which is like just didn't, didn't fit. Didn't it start with a lockup? I hope it didn't yeah. but it might have done. Might have done. It just missed the mark completely there. Then of course we had the stuff with the monster among men Braun Strowman at 2020's Money in the Bank pay-per-view and then we had the no contest against Randy Orton in December of 2020 which is the match where Orton goes to pin Firefly Funhouse Bray in the ring the lights go off the Fiend's uh, sound effects start happening they come back on and wouldn't you just know it because they were able to pre-record mm. back then he's pinning the Fiend who then attacks him Eek. crazy but I love this gimmick mate yeah I did as well I love the side characters not just Mercy but Abby the Witch Huskus the Pig um, Vince Vince McMahon Vince yeah. McMahon as well this yeah. is good you know what yeah that was really funny um, and I guess we've also got to mention believe that he got it past him I can't believe he was allowed <laughs> we've also got to mention the, the Firefly Funhouse match in this too which obviously was absolutely fantastic mm. with the 80s you know, muscle man I preferred that to the Boneyard but I remember in the aftermath everyone of that WrestleMania everyone was talking about the Boneyard I was like no it's I all about it. the Firefly I preferred Funhouse. it as well we had John Cena in the NWO the heel John Cena yeah finally amazing. and John Cena is still lost in that no man's land he of... never escaped <laughs> Triple H has because yeah. he turned up with DX yeah. so he's fine now he's got friends but John Cena's got none yeah. that is the remedy to all ISIS issues yes friends uh, so Firefly Funhouse Bray for me goes straight in the top well I was going to go lovely oh, oh. In terms of why it's gimmicks, it's oh, up God, there with God, the God, best. Yeah, I know it didn't have, the, it didn't reach its potential that it might have done, mm. and of course it. it well, we'll get to that later on. Okay. Rollins, we just got to mention Rollins. We'll mention Rollins, Rollins later on. He burned it down, didn't he? Oh, he came in there. He, but he and just went. Eh. He came in there, which was a no-no because that should have been just a separate it's not universe. A part where, of the backstage, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rollins walking in there as if it was just a set backstage and setting on fire and burning it down he, while he oh, was he literally burned it down. while he was the number one babyface, mm. burning down the thing everyone loved. So oh. was Orton when he burned his house down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we'll move on to the fiend now. Obviously, the wonderful aesthetic Hurt. and theme, it was fantastic. Heel. The, the, the debut. <sighs> yeah, it's like he's here right now. The debut against Finn Balor at SummerSlam 2019. Unbelievable. Could not have been any I better. I was watching that in Aspis Casino in Newcastle, <laughs> and I was hammered drunk, and it was brilliant. Is that why you thought it was brilliant? Because oh, you were hammered. It was when it cut to Balor after this huge entrance with the London and the song and the, this amazing new outfit, and then it cuts to Finn Balor just going. What the hell's going on? <laughs> and it got a big laugh from all the lads in Aspers Casino. Fair enough. Yeah. And I guess that success of that debut was the downfall of The Fiend because Vince automatically was just like, my God, this is the most popular thing in wrestling. Mm. Everyone's blown away by it. Let's put it in the title picture against mm. our number one babyface, Seth Rollins, straight away. And then, as I said there, he burned down the Firefly Funhouse, every, a thing everyone loved, and naturally turned himself heel. But also the booking didn't help either man at all because, of course, we culminated this entire feud with the Hell in a Cell match where you can use the big hammer, but Jack... Can't use the you can't use the little hammer. Yeah, yeah, you can't. In a Hell in a Cell match, <laughs> which men have nearly died in. <laughs> Alvarez is round me. Use the little hammer. <laughs> yeah, just in case I you've forgotten. An X-Pac's reaction on the watch-along. Yeah. 
Oh. You just don't end the Hell in a Cell match with a DQ. No. Even if you do pile a big pile of like metal things on top of someone and try and murder them with a sledgehammer. I really enjoyed fine. the ref going, no, Seth, this isn't you. <laughs> you don't do it, Seth. <laughs> this is after he's burned down a man's house, yeah. of course. Um, then we get onto the feud with Orton, which <laughs> felt like lasted three years. Uh, but this is where the repetitive nature of what, what that gimmick became really hammered us in the face yeah. no pun intended because it felt like every single episode of Raw during the pandemic oh, ended in the same way with it, didn't he? just the fiend appearing and just attacking someone and then going off the air with that like but, and then Bliss yeah. well I guess that was after the fiend yeah, yeah Bliss obviously came in later on and she, she got to ride Randy Orton Jesus, no, well... She the way she pinned him. In a way, yeah, I guess Saucy, so, yeah. saucy. It had fantastic visuals, that, there's a bit of this view with Randy Orton, of course, the theme was set on yeah, fire. I mean, Merry Christmas, everybody, in the it, year 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Just seeing the man get set on fire. We, we've also missed the fact that he lost to Goldberg. I was getting there. Oh, sorry, this sorry, This was like the sorry, biggest sorry, negative sorry, of them all. Sorry. Two minutes and 59 we seconds. Oh. Two minutes, 59. Clean. Win for Goldberg in Saudi Arabia in 2 minutes 59 seconds. Obviously, Bray at that time was still one of the most popular things in wrestling. One of the biggest stars of the current generation. Flattened by Goldberg in 2 minutes and 59 seconds. And on top of that as well, we had the strap match with Daniel Bryan, which was also crap. But that was a strap match and they're always crap, no matter who's in them. Um, So there we go. A case of what might have been for The Fiend. I I just, it's it's still got to go up there. But Vince well and truly ruined that game. Well, I was thinking it only lands in all right for me. Because it had an amazing start. But so much of it will be badly remembered. I'll tell you what, I'll go with that and see yeah. the comments. Whoa. Tell us how wrong we are. Whoa. You can burn it down, everybody. Burn it down. So there's a whistle-stop tour through Bray Wyatt's gimmicks looks up until the current I, day. Looks worse than I remember. Yeah. It's not his fault. No, it is the booking that really yeah, let him down. The repetitive yeah. nature, doing the same thing again. Hot-shotting him into the title picture with The Fiend just because, I guess it was around Halloween time, that Hell in a Cell match, wasn't it? Yes. He had spooky masks and whatnot. Yeah. He was very popular. It's, uh, I would love to have seen Triple H be at the helm when The Fiend first came around. Oh, I'm excited to oh, see what he does. What might have been. Yeah. Let us know what you think the new gimmick might be. Is it this masked figure with... Uh, is it Uncle Howard he's going to be called? I saw something on Twitter. Something like yeah, that that's sure. trademarked. Could he be controlling the real-life Bray Wyatt and using oh. his former gimmicks when he doesn't want to use the former gimmicks to murder his fellow professional wrestlers. Let us know what you think down there. Let us know how wrong we are in the comments down below. Any closing remarks? Do you want to move anything in there? No, I was about to say, are we doing the best? But I would just keep them, I would just keep them in the order they are. I think OG Bray White is yeah, still yeah, the best, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He still could come back. We never know, do we? So that's it. The shortest tier list ever. Thank you for watching and we'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.